welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined here at the end of the year by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And boys, one of my uh, favorite things to avoid at the end of each year is uh, a lot of authors, a lot of authors in our space do a very self-aggrandizing, you know, these are the best 10 books that I've read this year. Implication being I've read like 50 books and these are just the 10 most impressive. And uh, people are kind of forever putting these uh, these kind of top 10 lists together at the end of the year. Um, we are much too humble to do uh, that with the books that we've read. But uh, Big R, you had the idea for a quick ep here to do just a top 10 list of anything. So not just books, uh, but yeah. top 10 things, just literally the top 10 things of the year for the Happy Ramp podcast. And we have not sussed this out ahead of time. We didn't uh, give this a lot of time in our production meeting this morning. So um, I assume that you boys have brought a couple of things to the table that you want to talk about uh, that will get us to uh, the elusive number of 10 things that we have uh, loved or that we want to promote this year. So uh, who wants to go first, boys? Who's got uh, who, who's got something ready to go? Well, I'm going to I'm going to put this one over onto you, man. Oh, really? Because I was going to uh, I was going to let you go first uh, since you came up with the idea. Um <clears throat> So, let, let me be generous. Let me give you a Christmas gift. Let let me do that. Let me feel good about giving you a Christmas gift right now, Pike. Right. Uh, you start. So what is the gift? The gift is he gets to go first or yeah. that you'll right. go first? The gift is putting yeah, that me he on gets the to go first. Yes, thank you. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Is that all I'm getting for Christmas this year or did are you sending no, me something? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send you something else, of course. I'm just right. trying to uh, is it, is start to kick it off with this. Is it a vinyl album of um, of one of your sermons? Yeah, it's it's a vinyl recording of my top. Uh, 10 sermons uh, that are each uh, five, five minutes long. Okay. Piece. Yeah. Excellent. And so I, I, I have one lined up and it is, it is directly related to Ronnie and Ronnie's church. Um, but before I do that, um, since, since this is airing the day after Christmas, uh, did you have church yesterday, Ronnie? Or, or um, the you- answer, and yeah, we can get controversial about this in a minute, Pipe, but the answer is yes, indeed, we did. Okay, mm. well, that's all I wanted to know. Our listeners can, in fact, know that you are a real pastor, not a, you know some pagan, seeker-friendly person who decided not to do church on Sunday. Uh, so I'll You mean like you- every one of my friends? Yes, yeah, exactly. every one of my friends. That's like, correct. And, yeah. Dude, what are your hipster Columbus guys doing, man? Are they doing church? Dude, you know what, man? I take that back. One of my hipster Columbus friends is doing church. I think he's the only other guy I know that's actually doing mm. church on Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Crazy, huh? That's crazy. All right, well, and we, might, so- we might want to suss that out as we go along, but go ahead, Pipe. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if it comes up again. I just I felt like uh, I needed to return the favor of putting you on the spot uh, to, to give back to you in, in exchange. Um, so the number one thing, I don't know if it's our number one thing, but the first thing is I'm uh, the number one thing for 2016 is hipsters. Hipsters, mm. hipsters are are an awesome thing. Uh, not necessarily yeah. in and of themselves, but the concept of hipsters as it pertains to uh, my sense of humor and my enjoyment of them. Dude, that's strong. So that's been a fun thing this year. I think just for all of us on the program to kind of make fun of. So um, I, I I will. I will grieve pipe when the hipster movement kind of goes away because uh, it's provided some real entertainment for us on this show. I mean, I guess you could make an argument that it already has, but it's just, it's fun to keep it going. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, the hipster movement kind of morphs into other things. And so maybe when 2017 hits, we'll be able to, uh, 
we'll be able to, to feed on some of those nuances, you know, and come up with some new material. Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't let us down yet. Like when, when we have no time to show prep when, which is every week when, uh, when we don't have a joke just readily at hand, hipsters never fail us. So thank you mm-hmm. hipsters for your consistency in being absurd and in buying overpriced things and wearing clothes from the 1920s and just so many gifts that you have given us this year. Uh, hipsters are number one on the top 10 list. Jesus uh, and hipsters, two things that will never fail us. Yeah. Well, and, and Jesus goes without saying, well, we probably should have put him number one. Um, should we put him number two or would that be sacrilegious? No, put him number one and just just say what number one is right now and then and then just act like hipsters is automatically number two. All right, so we've got Jesus as number one and then hipsters um, coming in a somewhat close second. Yeah. All right, All right. So who's next? What do you got, Big T? Baby, I've got a couple of things, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with the first thing for me, uh, which is the return of big boy football in the Big Ten. So Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, all teams that run a pro-style offense, all of whom use a fullback and a tight end. Um, this made which, football which season Ronnie, really. Just, just so just so we're clear, the fullback and the tight end are um, generally white guys who are between 230 and 270 pounds and are too slow to play other positions, but they really like to run into people. So um, guys, I got to tell you, I, I'm feeling uncomfortable football career right there. Yes, I know. I was, I was trying to give Ronnie <laughs> some context. And I feel a little uncomfortable with all this tight end talk. <laughs> Wait, uh, careful. You're getting awfully close to the, uh, to the ED discussion we had a couple weeks ago. You don't. You yeah, really. Don't you're going to get a call from a certain, uh, a certain. I, I didn't say anything. You guys just said it. Now I'm feeling like, man, we have something to discuss, whether it's on air or off air. I don't know. But like you start saying things like tight end. I don't even know what that means. And like, I don't, are Maybe we talking listen, about sports now? Are we talking about, I mean, what are we talking about right now? That's the standard go-to guy who's uncomfortable with sports joke that gets made in any football context. So that's very, that, 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 that's par for the course, straight down. Yeah, the it might it might be par for the course, Big T. But can I be honest and tell you, with literally no irony, I don't know what a tight end is. Okay? Maybe I would I would expect nothing more from you. I, I I wouldn't. I'd be shocked if you did. So that's not that's not really an ironic joke for me. But I don't really know what a tight end is. I mean, can, I, I just how about you educate me right now? How about you? Educate I feel like me? all this is going to get you in trouble, though. You're going to get another furtive text at eleven thirty in the in the in the evening. No, 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 but no, just tell me what the position is. All joking aside, what, what does a tight end do on a team? I need, what is it? Dude, the tight end is a guy who lines up on the line of scrimmage. So he's kind of like a half lineman, half receiver. So he's sort of like a lineman that can go out for passes. So the, he gets, so he's the guy that catches the ball and tries to get a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. In so many words. When he's, uh, well, when he's all- not, when he's not blocking because that, that's the other half his job. That's okay, the other okay, That's all. I mean, you I mean, uh, it, was that so hard fellas? I mean, not, that's number three for me. Tight ends, top ten. <laughs> so number two and number three are closely related. But, Ted, we didn't get a full explanation of why big boy football in the Big Ten is uh, a thing that has made your 2016 amazing. Yeah, Big Ten, I'm fascinated I'm not, I'm not going to waste time fleshing it out, Pipe. You and I can talk about it off the air. I can tell it, it, it makes Ronnie uncomfortable. He feels threatened. <laughs> for, for the football <laughs> fans the, the, the in the one audience. guy in the room. For the football fans conversing. in the audience, I'm going to guess it's because uh, you you just you thrive on smash mouth football, not the not the spread uh, passing game. As 
I do. I hate the okay. spread. I hate Big 12 football where the scores are like, you know, 62 to, to uh, 57. Yeah, or it's a high school basketball uh, I, game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's you know, Wait a minute. Are you talking say. about college? Is this college ball you're talking about? This is college ball. Oh, okay. But I thought you were more of an NFL guy, man. I mean, uh, is no, that. I like is, it all, man. I like them both. I like oh, them both. I thought, but I thought you were primarily an NFL guy. Is that not true? Nah, man, it's 50-50. I like them both. Oh, man, I swear, Big T, you told me one time, no, nah, I'm a little more into pro ball because of the drama and the, you Dude, know, you get all was. these prima donnas and I don't that, know. That's was- definitely my, uh, that's my basketball uh, outlook. Like I could give oh, a crap okay. about college basketball. I'm, I'm all about the NBA. Oh, okay. Maybe I misunderstood then. Okay. I, and I didn't even know you were a basketball guy, Big T. Baby, I'm I feel like I'm learning. I'm learning so much about you right now on this program. You know, it's the joy of discovery. You, th- you think you know your your radio co-host, and and you know we're always learning about each other, Big R. I know. I feel like it's a whole new you. It's just that's it's number coming four in. for me. Learning about each other, right? Learning about each other, I think should ease. Well, that's number five. Tight ends are four, but no, I, no that's you, three. Yeah. So number three. four is learning about you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll, I like I'm, that. I'm writing these down for show notes. Uh, let's see. Tight ends is number three, and we'll leave that without an explanation, and just that that's probably for the best. And then learning. Although about if. You. if if Ronnie's boss is listening, there's no connotations. Yeah, purely, fo- I mean, purely uh, yeah, football. What, yeah. Hey, what's the connotation, right? Yeah, I don't even know what that word means. So it's yeah, I'm no not, you know, I'm, I'm not Tim Keller. I'm not going to tweet about connotations and, and you <laughs> know run in, have a run in with uh, with Rachel. You know, it's not going to happen today. Do what yeah, I like that. next, man. All right, so for, for number five, um, I have Stephen L. Trogi's efforts at podcasting. Be- oh, dude, that's classic. Uh, okay, it's time to talk. Because Boys, it, it's time it to brightens discuss. my spirit every time he starts a podcast. Every dude, single me too. time. I know, and, it's I love- like, and it's what, two to three times a year? Yeah, two to three times a year. You can set your watch by it. Absolutely. So, uh, Ronnie, do you... Do you need to do you need to unburden yourself about the most recent demise of a Stephen L. Trogi started podcast? Oh, deconstructed? I mean, the yeah, title was, was self-fulfilling, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little self-fulfilling prophecy there with that title, wasn't it? It really was. Deconstructed. Mm, yeah. It's too easy. Almost too easy. But you know what I love? You know what I love about Trogues, man? What fascinates me about Trogues is that we don't like we do know that he's going to start a new podcast, but we don't know what it's going to be. But we kind of know what it's going to be. But like, I feel like it's just like it's like it, it really is like we should just start like a, a regularly scheduled like topic on the rant just called Trogcast. And it's just <laughs> us. Ted, it's just Ted, us guessing what what podcast is going to come. Ted down. had this great suggestion for Stephen, which was uh, why doesn't he just start the Stephen L. Trogi podcast and then. Whatever he decides to do fits under the banner. Right, he can so do whatever he wants. He can do four episodes and then you know peter out for a couple months and then do four episodes with a different co-host and then peter out for a couple months and then bring on five new guests and then tell some stories. I mean, that and would like be write the- a song and whatever else. Like, and it's all just the Stephen Altrogi podcast. I mean, that would be the logical thing to do, Piper. But <laughs> I mean, it's infinitely more enjoyable from our standpoint. If he just comes up with five or six new podcasts this year. Dude, it's year. way more enjoyable when he goes to the trouble and, like, he gets all enthusiastic about setting up the website and, like, launching. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's where all the entertainment value is for for me. I so if, if he were to just call it the Stephen Altrogi podcast, which, you know, given was my idea, um, we, we, we would lose all that excitement, all that vivacity that, uh, yeah. that he brings with the, 
the dawning of a new podcast. I mean, all we know is that there's going to be a new Trogecast coming at some point in 2017, and it's going to be money, and we're going to be able to talk about it, which is going to make this program all the better. It's a win-win across the internet. And then it's going to be over in two weeks. Everybody wins. It, there's, there's never, you know, you, if it starts, you're not like, oh, man, is this a long-term commitment? No, it's absolutely not. It's like three to six weeks of commitment, yep. and then, uh, and then you're, then you're, you're, you're off the hook. You're free. So, yeah. I but think- you know what? Also, too, though, it, it also lends itself to, to one of these days, one of those podcasts becoming legendary because there was only like eight of them. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's, so there is the chance a, that that could happen. It'll be like you know the show Firefly or something that was going exactly. on for one season, and people just rave about it. But I've never gone and watched it because I'm like, it's one season. But people are like, no, really, it was the greatest thing ever. So Stephen Elchogi does have funny. the potential yeah. to do the podcast Firefly. It's it's possible. So what what's number yeah. six, gentlemen? What do we have next? Um, I think you should do one that's not a joke. You know what I mean? That's not like a ha ha. Oh well, shoot. Um, yeah, that's a little rough. Uh, you know, I'm going to say – let me think here. And you can't add Jesus trying to th- again. We already had him on the list. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that was that was mutually beneficial uh, to the rant that was, that was really like a legitimate top 10 discussion for us, a reoccurring discussion. You know, I'm just going to say this is going to sound funny. I don't mean it funny. I'm going to try to say it as downcast and as, and as unfunny as possible. But I really think Youth Berry Tea should be number six. You know, in a lot of different ways. So, so know? is this top ten list? Is this all things that like are are germane to the happy rant? I didn't realize that was the rule. Oh no, I didn't. Are, I didn't. I don't think there was a rule at all. No, yeah, whatever was, you there want. There was no rule. Yeah, um, there, there have been. You know, hipsters give me joy as I walk around the streets of Nashville. Like, yes, they are on the podcast oh, regularly, dude, yeah. but like they just make me laugh on your average Tuesday. So. Uh, dude, they're 10, all over now. Yeah, and Big Ten football, um, that's done until next fall, but it made you very glad. So, no, I, I think there's there's nothing tied to the the podcast. And also, I, we know for a fact Ronnie drinks Youthberry tea on probably a daily basis. So uh, I do. Sure. I do drink it on a daily basis. That would be like me adding coffee to the list, which I'm not doing, but it's just a, a daily Dude, we blessing. can add quinoa to the list. I mean, in, we, the, in that we got a lot of traction should, out of it, sort should of. Should it just, yeah, but let's just leave all that under hipster because that's where yeah. Kinwa lives. So, sure. So, but, I mean, Youthberry is, I mean, I'm current, you know, I'm currently 23 years old right now due to Youthberry tea. I mean, that's something that had like a profound effect in my life. Dude, you're just trying to find yourself, aren't you? Thinking about going to grad school, like being all. Being all grieved because Donald Trump got got elected. Oh man, I'm literally like like I literally it's hard to wake up in the morning because I feel oh, like I don't yeah. I don't know how to continue living. You know, not it's, your it's rough. No, yeah. not mine. I mean, absolutely. Like, I mean, what it, what are the next four years going to mean for me and my youth, Barry? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, Dude, that's the next kind four of years question. means that you're going to be roughly 19 at the end of it. So uh, I might be 19 by the end. Of, right, exactly. Roughly, yeah, roughly. Yeah. So right, interesting. All right, yeah. so you spare tea pipe. What's next? What else we got? Well, uh, have you? Uh, so you gave us Big Ten football. Do you have anything else just uh, waiting in the wings? Yeah, I've got I've got one. Um, right. It's the two retro basketball jerseys that I purchased this year. Um, Corey Maggette and Stephon Marbury. Wow. <laughs> which which team for Marbury? Knicks. Oh, so wow. I have this thing that whenever I play pickup basketball, I wear a, a different like retro jersey just because. I, I suck at it, and it's it makes it fun for me. Um, yeah, and I've always like loved the YouTube video. 
Right. Dude, I always love the aesthetic of the the red Clippers jersey where it just says Clippers in that script font. And um, to me, that was the best iteration of the Clippers uniform. So uh, so I snagged a little Corey Maggette. Uh I've got a Stephon Marbury Knicks jersey. And um, the, the, those things are on my top ten list for the year. Do you play wow. pickup ball with the completely irrational, over-the-top confidence of those two gentlemen? I don't actually. That's the that's where the the, the analogy breaks down. Sadly, because because though nobody at any point in basketball history has thought they were better than those guys thought they were. Dude, you're right, man. That is a that is an interesting common thread between those two gentlemen. A lot of hype around both of them too. Yeah, I mean, and some mm. good moments. They were fine players, but uh, no, I I love it. When when I played intramural basketball in college, um, mm. I had a whole bunch of. Uh, of jerseys that I had picked up like from the time I was like 12. So some of them were tiny yeah. and we would dole them yeah. out as a team and everybody would wear them. Nice. So it was, like a, it was like a Jason Kidd, University of California jersey and a Tim Duncan jersey, nice. and a, you know, just Charles Barkley's son's jersey and all this stuff. And so we nice. would, uh, that, that was our team uniform was all my old jerseys. So I, uh, dude, I the jerseys get that. faded. The numbers kind of start to crack, but that that even makes them more awesome, in my opinion. I mean, were those I, legit jerseys, pipe? I mean, like from the real players? Well, no, no, that I would not have shared them. Then I'd frame them and put them on my wall. No, these are these are uh, like mock up jerseys that you know the kind that you can go into like a sports authority and buy for forty five or fifty bucks instead of the original ones with all the stitching and everything. So no, they're all they're cheap gear for kids and pickup basketball players. I think that, I think the, where the analogy holds up for me is that so I always get asked to be on these intramural like student teams at the university and they're all excited because they're like, oh, we've got Cluck and, you know, he's pretty big. He used to be a football player. And, you know, undoubtedly, I'm a disappointment when they actually get me on the floor. <laughs> um, so I think in the same way that Corey Maggette and Stefan Marbury were kind of disappointments to their teams. Um, I'm a similar disappointment. Yeah, which and and along that line, if I was ever gonna play pickup basketball again, which I don't do regularly, I really ought to go get like a Keith Van Horn jersey because I'm kind of oh, a, tall, a tall white dude who may have been good yeah. at one point, but generally only has flashes here and there, uh, and so pretty much a disappointment. Dude, what's the what's the holy grail NBA white guy jersey? Oh, Taking Larry Bird out of the yeah, equation, I mean, obviously Larry Bird is the guy, but. Um, the Holy Grail kind of ironic NBA white guy jersey. If it's ironic, it's got to be like Kurt Rambis. Kurt Rambis, like a Jack Sigma. Yeah, you know. I mean, and, and there's uh, different Bill, eras because there's then there's the bad boy pistols. Like Bill Lambeer would be a great one. That would be a great one to have. Agreed. I would, I would love to have a Celtics Kevin McHale jersey. Dude, a Celtics McHale would be fresh. What about a little a uh, little Thunder Dan Marley, man? Ooh, um, I, I may have had one of those because I loved that '93 Suns team, the one that lost to the Bulls in the uh, in the finals. Yeah. I loved that team. Yep. Kevin Johnson was my favorite player for a little while because it was before the Timberwolves were any good. And so, uh, yeah, no, I I loved that. I loved all those guys. Dude, what about this? What about uh, what about the white Jason Williams? I'm sure that jersey was in rotation for a oh, while. Oh yeah, the 55 Sacramento Kings jersey. That would be a great. Yep. One. You, you get the white chocolate, which I think is a really offensive nickname, but it, we're just yes. allowed to use it because it's him or something. I hope we're allowed to use it. Yeah, because yeah, that was I, a that was a, a trigger nickname warning, for him. Sorry. Um, I feel like maybe we should move on to number eight because uh, I would like to pull Ronnie back into the conversation. And so Ronnie will have some thoughts on number eight, which is um, since Ted, since Ted listed apparel, I'm going to list my most recent apparel purchase, which has genuinely changed my life, which is in fact, a pair of red wing boots. 
Wow. That is, that is wow. my, my number eight. Um, Ooh. So, yes, my Red Wing, uh, my Red Wing boots have been everything I hoped for and more. I have wanted a pair since I was wearing those, those uh, jerseys back in my teen years. And now I have them because I'm a grown up and can buy my own things. And mm. they are amazing. Pike, what were you hoping? What were you hoping they'd be? Um, well, the first thing I was hoping was that, you know, uh, that leather smell, you know, there's, there's like, yes, most of the time, yeah. new shoes smell like shoe stores, right? But Red Wing boots should not smell like a shoe store. They should smell like that perfectly treated leather. And boy, did mm. they, I opened it up and these, these, uh, these boots were just, it like wafted into the room and it was, mm. uh, it was heavenly. I mean, if I could get like a candle or like a, a, a plug in for the wall that smelled like that, I would totally do it. The second thing mm. was I, I kind of anticipated them being a little bit hard on my feet and take a little while to break in. And they just embraced my feet. They loved my feet. So all the people complaining mm. about Red Wing boots either bought the wrong kind or have really soft hipster feet because mm. <laughs> they were fantastic. Interesting. So yeah, Interesting. they... They're the they're the nicest pair of shoes I have ever owned that I can recall. Besides maybe like a really good pair of basketball shoes, but that's that's more specific to a task. These are like I can wear these for anything. I could wear them to a wedding as long as it was a hipster wedding mm-hmm. in a barn. And uh, they're is there um, any other kind of wedding? I don't know. I try not to go to any others because they require ties and things, and that's the worst. True. True. So, Ronnie, do you own Red Wing boots yet? I can't remember what you said. You know what's weird? I know it's going to be a shock, so I need you guys to brace yourself, and I need you guys to not let this ruin your Christmas. But um, the fact is, is I, as I don't, I don't, I don't own any uh, R Dubs. I, uh, I own a pair of fake Red Wings that I got at. Wait for it, H and M. Oof. I yeah, I have no words. That's uh. I know, I know. I didn't know adult disappointing. males were It's going to be really H&M. disappointing to us. I know, it's going to disappoint a lot of our listeners. Please, Mission Aware, don't pull your support from us. I mean, there's a lot of implications to what I just said, but um, no, it's it's true. I just haven't had the uh, I just haven't had the six ninety nine to spend on those Red Wings quite yet. You They're know, the not the uh, royalty checks. Well, the ones I want are, and the royalty checks from Bridezilla haven't quite. I mean, you haven't gotten your check yet, have you, Big T? I mean, no, I, I'm still waiting, baby, still waiting. Okay, all right, all right. Well, it's so, uh, it's uh, time to write that Christmas song we talked about last episode, where you make your guaranteed million bucks a year. I did, I did. It just, you know, it's like everything else that doesn't make a million dollars. There was no marketing on it, so there you go. Yeah, that's well, what happened. Yeah, blame the publisher. Know? That's usually their fault. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Right, that's what you do. So uh, let's run through these real quick. We still have two more, but we've got hipsters, Big Ten football, tight ends, trigger warning, uh, learning about you. Thank you, Ronnie. That was a really helpful uh, inclusion. Stephen L. Trogi's podcast efforts, Youthberry Team, Mm. Ted's Retro Jerseys, and Red Wing Boots. And who has number Mm. nine for us? Mm. Not all at once, gentlemen. Go ahead, Big R. I mean – I don't know. I just had three. I just had three come to me, but I'm afraid that they would uh, they would not go over well if I mentioned them. With who? Uh, with us or with uh, the powers that be in your life? Maybe the powers that be. So why don't I turn this over to you guys and let you wrap this 
wrap this gig up. You know, <laughs> you weren't. I'm in a little more of a You weren't going to say Viagra single packs, were you? Oh. No, I don't. No, no. I've okay, got a lot guys, of talks. Come on. Oh, that, well, nope, you know, no. Ronnie's Rachel not allowed. Rachel Evans. Ronnie's not allowed to talk about it. I'm simply. I'm asking yes or no questions. He can say yes or no safely. I think. Uh, Ted, do you have a number nine for us? I do, I do, and it relates to what we're talking about vis-a-vis the the thing that Ronnie got chastised for saying before. All right, and it's the phrase, it's the phrase, "You're better than that." Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's so strong, dude. That's the that's literally the most condescending, like horrible phrase. And I'm I'm guessing I don't know, and and Ronnie doesn't have to speak to this, but I'm guessing at some point in the in the fallout of that previous thing, somebody said to Ronnie, "You know what? You know what, dude? You're better than that. You're just better than that." Yeah. That's my number nine. If a week goes by that I don't get at least one of those on social media, I feel like I've failed. (laughs) Exactly. You haven't been funny enough. Yeah, I've been too boring. (laughs) I haven't found the right buttons to push to offend somebody. Uh, Yes, that that phrase is equal parts infuriating and really amusing. Dude, it's, it's amusing. It's infuriating. It's condescending. It's so smug. So unspeakably smug. I love it. What what is the proper response to that? Dude, you know what I always say? I always say, no, I'm I'm really not. Like, you really don't know me. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm not better than that. Yeah, you're in fact, I'm probably worse than you think. Yeah, this this is this is the good version of me. You should see the you should see the other side. Yeah, you should see the unfiltered me. It's appalling. Yeah. So no, you're better than that is really strong. I love that inclusion. Uh, so we've got, we've got one more spot and, uh, in, in the spirit of this show, I don't think there's any reason to finish strong. So who's got something to throw on the list? Mm. Let's see. Mm. I kind of wonder if we should just make number 10, Rachel, the held Evans and sign off. Yeah, Yeah, good. I mean, do that because that, that seems like it might fit. You know what? I've got a number 10. Pat. All right. I've got a number 10 because I'm a businessman and because I'm a media mogul and I'm doing the responsible thing. Tenth on our list of top 10 things is the great resonate recordings. Uh, this great company, these great guys, uh, they get our audio files. They make us sound good every week. Um, the, the great guys at resonate recordings. I'm blanking on the guy's name. Is it, it's Mark, Mark, right? Mark Owens. Mark. And, Mark, uh, and Mark. There's, a, there's a Jacob there as well. Those two kind of run it together mark jacob you guys are the best um resonate recordings number 10 on the list top 10 things yes of the year 2016 if if you listener in 2017 are thinking about starting a podcast go to resonate recordings.com and see what they have to offer uh they do a great job with our stuff so that's a strong number 10 and a a a very business maveny move i like it and you know know what I think it's fair to mention, too, that what you just said, Pipe, if you are thinking about starting a podcast, is absolutely true for everybody that maybe lives right now on the planet Earth because that's (laughs) what you do right now. You start podcasts, and and I can just assume that everybody listening will be starting a podcast at some point next year in 2017. Right, and the other thing you could do is uh, contact Stephen Altrogi because he's always up for starting a podcast, and he can help you get going. He'll help you (laughs) name it. He'll help you get it on a website. Uh, It's up to you to keep it going. He'll be your co-host for three weeks. It's up to you to keep it going, but he will help you launch it. Absolutely, he will. Guys, how many more podcasts do you think the three of us can start besides the rant? What, I mean, well, how many what, have you guys already, given some thought to that? How many do we already do? So Ted does one other one. I do one other one. Uh, Ronnie did one other one. 
Um, yeah, I decided to go exclusive. I decided to put all my efforts and talents and giftings into just one streamline. And I mean, you dude, know? you signed a non-compete when you signed with uh, with the Happy Ram, man. We've got a little non-compete language in your contract, so you did have your agent look that over. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. And that's why I'm just that's why I'm sticking to the rant. I don't want to be spread so thin. Yeah. Um, that's why I just stay with the rant. I like my dollars coming from one source. <laughs> that's you know? good. I just like you my know? dollars. I'm not a huge I don't really care where they come from. Just the dollars are mm-hmm. good. Well wow. said. Well wow. said. Well, I'm not gonna need I'm not gonna have those worries after I go see Joel in a week, boys. That's so, right. Yeah, go, that's get, right. go get your money. Boys, this has been fun. It's been a great twenty sixteen, a very successful twenty sixteen for this program. And uh we look forward to more of it in twenty seventeen. If you're a listener, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for um, putting stuff about us in your social media and getting the word out. So uh, it's been a great 2016. And boys, until next year, Rachel the Held Evans. Hey, everybody. I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. We're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in an everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.